Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hi, welcome back. It's Steph here, back in your ear for another 15 to 20 minutes, starting your Monday with intention, the power of intention. Oh, how I love to talk about that, but that's not what I'm here to talk about today. I often get um, requests in my WhatsApp group on subjects to cover. So what do I want to talk about with you today? Well, I'm a parent to three 20 plus boys, not 20 boys, boys that are in their 20s. My goodness, my goodness. I am a parent to three sons in their 20s. There you go, Steph. That's a better way of saying it. And I often reflect on my parenting journey and a lot of my clients are at different stages of their parenting journey, whether that's sort of on the ground, really young children, or they're evolving through school. And some are moving through the teenage years. And I would say the toughest parenting time I faced mentally and emotionally I'm talking here not physically because for sure physically parenting younger children that are on the go asking questions a million times but why but why but why and are developing their sense of themselves and those formative years yes that is physically knackering but nothing quite prepared me for what was going to come with teenagers now I don't mean 12 or 13. I'm talking about the years where they start to pull away from you. The years where they don't want you as a, don't make you a priority. The years where they're out in the big bad world facing grown up adult stuff. Because I think our job as parents, as a mother, is to prepare our kids for that. Our job is to not. Um, not necessarily shelter them from that, but to give them emotional regulation, emotional intelligence, the ability to move into a world that's not perfect because it's not. This is why I'm at odds. This has just popped into my head. This is why I'm at odds with non-competitive sports days, right? I don't know how you feel about it, but in the primary years, I don't know if it's changed either. My kids did non-competitive sport days until we got to senior school. This is not what I was here to talk to you about, but this is where we're going. And I had I had issue with non-competitive sports days because everyone's a winner. No, that's not life. Life is challenging. People compete. People want to win. People want to succeed. There's nothing wrong with that. And I guess this is where I had challenges with the education system because some children had the space to excel in subjects like maths and English and sciences and, and, you know, those core subjects. But some children weren't allowed to excel in things that were their strength, which was those physical activities. Anyway, I've gone off on a complete tangent there. It's just how my brain works. But the years where your children start to experience the real world, I think that's our job. I think it's our job not to teach our children that everything's perfect. 
and that it's just lovely. And we're actually here to give them a well-rounded perspective of the world. Now, that's not an easy task in itself, is it? It's not something that we all have the abilities to do because maybe we don't have the emotional intelligence, but we do the best we can, right? We do the best we can. And like I say, with all my clients that I work with, where we're looking at inner child healing and we're looking at things that they've faced in their lifetime lived so far, a lot of the time, some of that stuff will come from the parenting they received. But again, I really want to reinforce here is that the parents, in most cases, were doing the best job they could with the resources they had available to them. And when we do have to do some healing on stuff that we've experienced, we do it and we reparent ourselves. But anyway, again, I'm digressing. Um, One of the biggest challenges I faced was allowing my children or watching, not even allowing, watching my children go into the world and get hurt and get treated unfairly and not be liked and all of that stuff lose their job get stung for money get hurt by other people physically and emotionally all of those things were a huge challenge for me and I guess the biggest challenge was my first child because that was the very first time that I was experiencing that detachment that change in perspective as a parent and I believe that's where we go from a position of influence into a position of cheerleading. I very much visualized myself coming from the person that would run to one of my children when they fell down, scoop them up, dry their tears, tend to the little wound if there was one and tell them it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Yes, you've got a bit of a sore leg right now, but I promise you it's going to heal. I promise you you're going to get better or when they were sick or when they came home from school and said, nobody played with me today, mummy. And I would say, you are loved and tomorrow's a new day and I guarantee you'll walk into the playground and there's another child that might be wanting to play with you or someone you've not seen before because you've been in this friendship circle and now you're no longer in that friendship circle. There's another opportunity for you. All of those things. We make we could make it better, couldn't we, as their mothers? They would listen to us and look up to us, like actually look up to us and think, okay, I trust what my mum is saying. Whereas as they get older and they start to explore the big grown-up world, we aren't there anymore to catch them before they fall. We aren't there to put a band-aid on or tell them I've got you. Mummy's gonna make it better. In fact, we shouldn't be doing any of all any of that. It's not our place in that at that time. We we do move and we shift position at that point. We shift from kind of the front to the side. And it's a very beautiful transition. But like any transition we experience, it's painful at times. And it's so funny because I used um, the word transition with a friend today, my Doris, my Lauren. And she's going through a period of transition. And she said, but it's just so painful. I said, do you remember when we gave birth? Now, only those that of you that have birthed vaginally will probably get this reference. When we go from fully dilated to birthing our babies, we go through a period of transition. The body shifts, the mind shifts. And a lot of times in that moment, we doubt ourselves. So for those of you that don't know, I've supported many women through childbirth becoming because I was a doula when I first come into the world of being self-employed. And I, I'm over... 60, 70 women through childbirth and almost 80% of them 
would hit transition and I can't do it anymore. I don't want to do it anymore. What? This is just too much. You know, they would have that moment of self-doubt. And that was a very beautiful moment. It was a moment where the baby was shifting. The body was getting ready to eject, to, you know, push that baby out. And those of you that have birthed vaginally will also remember, potentially, if you didn't have an epidural or something, crowning. That crowning moment, some might call it the ring of fire, where the baby's head is like right there. And you're like, oh, and at that moment, your midwife or whoever's with you goes, just breathe. Just breathe for me. Breathe through the pain. So I use this metaphor today with my Doris. I call her Doris. Her name's Lauren. Um, Because there's a moment in her life right now where she's transitioning. She's transitioning into the next phase of herself. And we laugh because she said, I've just got to breathe through this ring of fire. I said, exactly. Don't push. Breathe. Breathe your way through it. And this is how I felt when I was transitioning with my eldest son. I was transitioning from his everything, his saviour. It's a bit dramatic. His first port of call. I was transitioning from that to his cheerleader on the side, basically telling him he's got it. He has got everything he needs to get himself back up again. Because we have to fail. We have to fall down. We have to hurt to experience all of the other sides of that. In order to experience joy and happiness, we get to experience the emotions at the other end of that spectrum because every every experience is valid. It gives us a well-rounded, it gives us an appreciation. When it's dark, well, you know, in the UK right now, in January, it's dark early and it's dark in the mornings and we none of us particularly like it. But when the nights start to draw out and the, and the days get longer, what do we all do? Oh my goodness, it's six o'clock and it's still daylight. And oh my goodness, this is just amazing. If we lived in those times and it was always light at the same time and always dark, we would just take it for granted. We wouldn't enjoy those changes and those transitions. And as women, we, we transition every month. We go through a cycle. We are cyclical beings. So getting used to transition is really important. Getting comfortable with those different phases of your cycle, really, really important. So when we're transitioning in motherhood, and we do it many, many times, we might not realize when we're doing it, transition from woman to mother. We transition then from the children being at home with us to going to some kind of daycare or nursery. We transition again. We then transition when they go to school. We transition when they go into senior school and they start puberty. We transition again as they're going through that that change in their body and they're going through a transition. We have to transition as women as well. It's a thing that happens throughout our lifetime, but it was never more painful when the transition came where I couldn't pick that little boy up and make it all better. And each child, it got easier because I got well-versed in it. It's like anything The first time we experience it, it's uncomfortable, it's painful. But the more times we do it, the more we get that knowing, okay, I know it's coming, it's okay to feel it. Back to childbirth, second birth, third birth, fourth birth. We don't necessarily not experience the pain of transition in that that moment, but we know it's coming and we're, we're mentally prepared for it. So with my other two sons, it's like, okay, I know what's coming. I know I have to now shift to the side. I know I now need to put my cheerleader outfit and get my pom-poms in my head. Obviously, I didn't wear that. I'd love to wear something like that, though. Hmm. That's random, isn't it? Um, 
we we transition again and we move to the side and we we cheer them and we go I know you've got this and you can talk to me about any of it but I can't make this better but you can because you have all the skills you have all the resources you now get out into that world and if you fall down I'm going to I'm going to be by the side of you and I'm going to tell you how to get back up or support you to get back up again then you're going to find the lessons in all of this then you're going to see heartbreak yes that really hurts and I'm going to be beside you with a box of tissues and I'm going to agree with you that that person wasn't very nice and all of those things and I'm on your side I've got your back then we're going to look for the lessons and I'm going to help you see that but you're going to evolve through that and there is a real distinction where we shift as mothers and where we're changing and it's it's painful but it's also a very beautiful thing because what we're getting to see is our children become who they're here to become we got to be a big part of that story and we're part of the process that helped them get to that point obviously there's other contributing factors as well there are other parent if there is one grandparents and teachers and influencers and all of that stuff but we get to see all these beautiful transitions and be part of that so I know that there's some women in my whatsapp group that are struggling with this phase right now they're struggling to make those adjustments and I want you to just know it's okay it's okay to be uncomfortable with that like the message I always share it's okay with uncomfortable is okay get comfortable with uncomfortable Allow yourself to feel in those moments what's going on, what's the feeling. Journal it out, speak it out, find a way to have a an outlet for that. I have the perfect solution for that. Of course I do in Pause and Reconnect. You've heard me talk about it before. Well, coming up on the 2nd of Feb is my online Pause and Reconnect. So this is an opportunity to be online with me and other women once a week for four weeks and module two week two we go into those emotions and we look at those feelings and how can we understand the message behind what we're feeling because as our children transition we're feeling sadness sadness that that phase has come to an end sadness that that's the last time i will see that little boy like that or that little girl like that and it's okay to be sad with that but in week two of Pause and Reconnect online, I, I help you work through those emotions and I help you understand why they're showing up. And like I say, every emotion has its value and is just as worthy as the comfortable ones, the joy, the happiness, the excitement, and all of those beautiful ones. The uncomfortable are just as important. And I want to inspire as many women as I can to start feeling, start allowing themselves to feel in order to reveal what's ready to heal so just for today i would love you to just think about the transitions you've already made in your life so far think about go back and look at your lifetime lived and think about the transitions that you've experienced that you haven't stopped to recognize and this is not just about motherhood i know some of the women that listen to my podcast are aren't mothers by choice and not choice sometimes you will have also gone through periods of transition that you haven't recognized because maybe they were painful and you're just blinking well glad that they're done but there's so much value in recognizing how you transitioned and what you learned and how you grew as a result of that something i like to call collateral beauty and there's a whole episode on that if you want to listen to that so just for today i would love you to just reflect just for a moment today on a transition that you might have gone through recently or, or many years ago or somewhere in the middle of that and give yourself the props that you deserve for experiencing and moving through and growing 
as a result of transition. If you're interested in finding out more about Pause and Reconnect Online, as I say, week two is all around feelings, but we do a lot more than that. We look at beliefs, we look at behaviours, we look at collateral beauty that I've just spoken about. We go into a whole session on that and we look at intention, the power of intention and the woman you desire to be and how you can move yourself forward into that. All of the information will be in the show notes. Come and join my WhatsApp group for more information as well. And you can find me on the socials. But I have loved being in your ear this week and I will see you next time. Take care. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into. And you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses. See what you see, hear what you hear, and feel what you feel. And really notice what is right in front of you. Because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.